idea for how you're going to start this or no man i don't know um i don't know that's what i thought i was asking like what what uh what direction but i guess um see i don't know because I, I hated that but i would always just like record and just like start the conversation and then i go back and like edit an intro when there's like nobody nobody watching me and i like totally wasn't like you know um but uh yeah i guess we can get it started um i don't know the first first edition first installation maybe there'll be more maybe not um what do we say we're gonna call this the empty tomb because, empty tomb because that's our heads it was. plus yeah. you know jesus Plus Jesus, yeah, yeah. I my my forehead, if you see the video, is much more tomb like, I think, than uh, than yours. But you know, the the contents are probably about similar. So we'll go we'll go from there. Um, so I don't know we uh, I guess we'll, we'll we'll some some show down the line when we run out of things to talk about. We'll we'll get into maybe some of the whys. But uh, I don't know, Justin. Um, what's the? Uh, I guess we can we can just. Do you want to just get into the article, or do you want to tell us a little bit about? Uh, your wonderful self i mean is anybody that's going to be <laughs> like watching stuff that you and i do together not going to know about either of us i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna um i've already got like all sorts of promotional campaigns like lined up i've sunk like thousands of dollars into like chinese advertisements and stuff like <laughs> so no this. probably not probably not probably not but um Am I allowed to call you by your real name for this show? That's a, that's my number one question. Yeah. Yeah, this is I've never done that before, so it's gonna be a complete change of pace. Well, it's uh don't don't dox my sock, I guess, right? Um, <laughs> I have to edit that out. Yeah. But uh <laughs> it's just one of those things, you know. Uh, I try to clean myself up when I need to. Um, oh, you got it. But uh yeah, so I, I think we're we're from the name, right? Empty tomb, uh, little 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 Jesus talk. But um, today we got a, a little article Justin had pulled up. Um, where did where what was this? Atlantic AP. It was the Atlantic. It was one of those okay. that I was. I really wanted to write about it for my own Substack because that's I try to focus my Substack. Which on is what? It. Where where can I go to find that now? Uh, that is. Uh, do, you, do you even know <laughs> campbell j at subst or dot substack.com don't go to j campbell dot substack.com that's some other dude i don't know he's not writing about the same stuff that i am it's campbell j dot substack.com and i or fact check this substack you could find it by searching for that um, but i mostly write about um american religion specifically american christianity and what's going on with the Christian church in our modern times. And I really wanted to, I really wanted to write something about this piece when I found it in the Atlantic, but I, I didn't, I wasn't sure what, how to go about doing that. And it felt like one of those things that was better to have a conversation about than just to try to do a, a one-off writing about it type of thing. Yeah. So, so when you were proposing <laughs> doing a Bible study or a religious based kind of podcast type thing. And, and then as luck would have it, you decided to start writing your own sub stack. Mm. Um, it seemed like just, a, just one so far. Yeah. Well, I mean, you'll, <laughs> it was really good. And in, in my opinion, I thought you did a good job. So keep, you know, keep writing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. 
but you know since you had uh made the suggestion it felt like a good thing to kind of kick us off in having these uh more spiritual and religious conversations and i'm sure at some point we'll do like legitimate bible study but for now a good kind of starter and plus it it addresses uh religion a lot of the issue in, yeah it, it addresses religion in america and a lot of mm-hmm. why you know people like me and you and and others are wanting to have these types of conversations and do these types of writings and shows and stuff is because there has been a shift in religion in america and yeah. both people moving away from being religious and the religions themselves becoming uh, a bastardization of what they had been and, and were. Mm-hmm. And this article is, it tries to, it tries to paint a more positive picture of American religion. But mm-hmm. when you start to dig into some of the things that they're using to paint that picture, it's like, Oh God, that's even worse. Yeah. I think that's, and that's, it was after I read it, I was like, it, it would be hard to follow us up writing it. There's so much to kind of take apart, so much to really like dig into with it. Um, and it does, it, it sums it up. But I think, I mean, the, the I think it's the title, right? I got the article here. I don't know. American religion is not dead yet. Um, I mean, just the title alone has like so much, like, there's no comma, right? Not dead yet. Like, it, it, it is dying and it's going to die, I guess. And, you know, and, and the whole idea of American religion is one I think that kind of like thrown me. All right, that threw me. Um, but the whole idea of like uh, of American religion um, and, and what that is, and like I don't. How 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 do you define American religion? How do you think they defined American religion in this this little article of theirs? Judging by. Judging by the way it's written and some of the different organizations and things that they mention, I think by American religion, what they are talking about is people who identify themselves as in some way being religious. Whereas Mm -hmm. what I think probably, probably what you and I think of with American religion is more American Christianity. Um, Do you think like, that's that's kind of my thought too, right? Like it's it's this American Christianity. Even then, I think it's more it tends to have more of like a, a cultural Christianity type um, vibe to it, um, connotation with it. But do you think like when people read this, they they because I assume American religion, I assume American Christianity. Like, but is that just because I'm coming from like an American uh, a Christian base? If I was like, you know. Uh, jewish or or muslim like would i be thinking american religion and think oh yeah they're talking about me or do i just assume like they're talking about american christianity like i kind of feel like american religion is synonymous with american christianity i I don't know but i think i think i think it is too because generally speaking uh american jews are not religious right it's a it's more of a cultural thing not a religious thing and i don't i don't know that i would necessarily think that the majority of like say muslims in america consider themselves 
religious Americans. They're Muslims. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah, there's yeah. there's a, different, there are a whole big, different subset. Right. There are big distinctions between those 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 two groups and American Christianity. Because American Christians, right or wrong, probably view themselves as Americans first and then they're Christians. Whereas I think the other two groups identify themselves as Jews or as Muslims and then and then the the other thing, which is yeah. honestly, honestly a lot to break we, down there. Honestly, there's uh that's probably something that is a failing of Christianity and that that's probably a disconnect mm-hmm. that uh American Christianity could learn a lot from and that we are supposed to be tenants of god's kingdom first and americans second uh yeah no that's uh talk about that we'll write that down and talk about that someday that'd be a good one um uh, do you want to pull that article up and then we're talking about maybe reading parts of it or reading it or yeah i'll pull it back up and we can just kind of we can kind of dive into it and and skip around in it a little bit uh American religion is not dead yet. Participation in traditional houses of worship is in decline, but innovation and growth are happening elsewhere. And this is by Wendy Cage and uh, Elon Babchuk. So I checked out the two of these, and Elon Babchuk is a is a rabbi and founder of a uh, a rabbinical organization. And then Wendy Cage is involved with some other. Um, trying to think of the best way to word it but they're very social justice mm-hmm. types of uh spiritual organizations so it, it definitely had that vibe the, the, this article had that vibe to it that it's um it had that that social justice kind of edge to it you know um i'm trying to, i feel like they even said it at one point in time it's um, literally in the second paragraph uh so it talks about in the first paragraph it just kind of gives some some different (laughs) links where you can look at the statistics on the decline of people who are affiliating themselves with organized religion these days the second uh the second paragraph it says the old metrics of success attendance and affiliation or more uh colloquially butts budgets and buildings may no longer capture the state of american religion Although participation in traditional religious settings, such as churches, synagogues, mosques, and schools, etc., is in decline, signs of life are popping up elsewhere. In conversations with chaplains, in communities started online that end up forming in-person bonds as well, and in social justice groups rooted in shared faith. Yeah, there it is. Um, there it is. And, and, like, if you you dissect that with a with a christian lens right um this is why it was so hard for me to like really think about it because like are, are they talking when, when they say american religion is it is it christianity or is it something else because you start thinking about chaplains right and, and what what are chaplains you know like i just that for me they hold like a lower standing they're a lower tier than like your other religious leaders right your pastors your fathers your ministers like your preachers like they're, they're below that a chaplain is you know and it's kind of like okay um you know you get your community started online end up forming in-person bonds um 
and social justice groups rooted in shared faith. Like if, if like Christianity doesn't need social justice, right? Like it, it doesn't, it comes hand in hand. If, if you're practicing what, what is spelled out in the Bible, you don't need social justice. Like it, it's already there. And so to, to put that in, either it's a redundancy or it's, it's, you know, virtue signaling, or it's, I just don't understand what I'm saying. You know, like, I don't understand this idea of what Christianity actually is. Um, but I, you know, and part of it, it's kind of interesting. Like you get into the, the online formation of groups. Um, and that, that's one that's always, it's kind of, I don't know. It is. That's, that's kind of what we've I've done. And I'm seeing, and um, but at the same time, like it it loses part of it, right? Like part of the 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 church, the body of Christ, is to have like those people around you, to have those structures set up to to lean on each other, not just you know in hey I broke my leg and you know can somebody help me you know uh, milk a cow? It's you know. Hey, I'm I'm struggling with this. Like, can you help me out? Hey, brother, I'm having a hard time with this. Somebody, please, like, come come talk to me. Somebody, somebody, come minister to me right now. Like, that's that's the purpose. And you can do that all online, but it it loses a, a, a some of that human touch that that I think is so necessary for for I don't know healthy lifestyle. I guess. Let's. Uh, I used to have a before people moved and things happened in life life happened. Uh, I had a men's group that we met every Monday evening at my house. We, everybody like brought food. We would, that was like our thing was we would get together mm -hmm. and we would cook. And like, it was me and five other guys that would just like overrun our kitchen and we did not have a big kitchen. <laughs> so it was really tight. And these dudes weren't small either. And like, but we would just all get there in the kitchen and we would cook. And then after we got done cooking, we would all go in the living room and sit down around the coffee table and eat whatever we had cooked. And then we'd do a Bible study and talk about stuff. And and there were some nights that we never actually got to Bible study. Like it would just mm -hmm. be talking about the stuff that had been going on in our lives, the stuff we had been struggling with, the stuff we had been thinking about, um, maybe something that we heard in a sermon on Sunday or whatever. and. We would just like share life together. And and I've got groups like that that, you know, we do this sort of stuff online and you have chats and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But it's it's not the same as being in the yeah. room with those people and like actually sharing a meal together and being there. Like, yeah, I can you and I can have these types of conversations all day long. And it can be great. We can get into all kinds of depth and whatever but mm -hmm. there's there's something about being in the room physically with the other people that um you can't replace that i've i've gotten the opportunity to go serve a couple meals on a on a youth retreat that's going on this weekend and just like being there and feeling the energy is like amazing like i i, I wrote a I wrote a piece about the, the Asbury revival and stuff and watching the videos of that is really cool. But to be in the room with these kids mm -hmm. when they're experiencing the same thing is yeah. it's a whole different level of connection. And so, yeah, like, okay, that's cool. The like religion in America is starting to have this, uh, 
shifting of the, the shifting of the landscape where people are meeting online more. But in the very next in the very next paragraph, you know, it, it talks about a rise in social isolation, a decline in the sense of community, uh, like negative effects on public health, especially for older adults, like some of these negative consequences of people not actually going to church not actually actively pursuing that connection yeah no that that, that physical love that that you know it uh i don't know man it, it is it's um it's tough right like we've we gotta get through we gotta figure it out somehow and i, I think we are starting to see that a little bit um you know with especially like with it, with the Christian side, I think you're seeing more, I, I don't know if this is the, the time to get into it, but like, like the home churches, you're seeing more home churches pop up. Um, you're seeing more, I think of like when we first, when, when I first moved down to, to here, to, to Georgia in the, in the Bible belt, um, <coughs> I was, I like, I was with the, like, I, I, my online community was like a bunch of runners. Okay. And there'd be a little bit of like Christianity and, and God stuff here and there, but not much. Um, and then I kind of found like, you know, the, the more liberty oriented and type groups and the, the homesteading type groups and stuff. And there was a little bit more there. And then like, as a couple of years go by, I feel like I've started to see more of it um you know guys like our age and they're you know late 30s almost 40 40 early 40s kind of like coming back to it and and not being ashamed of it right like kind of embracing it like you know what here it is like and i, I think for a time and even even now and, and maybe this is kind of the younger generation is feeling this but like there's such a stigma attached to it right like i believe in god i believe in jesus Oh, you just don't believe in science then you're an idiot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like all this, all this stuff that goes with it, right? Like you're, you're a Christian, you're, you hate these people, you hate those people, you, you know, um, you're responsible for all this death. And it's just like, it's one of those things that like when you're young and you're trying to figure life out and you're like, it's, it's kind of, a, I don't know, for me, it was one of those things like it was kind of hide it under a bushel, right? Like it's one of those things, like, I, I, I don't want, you know, I don't know when I, mean, I was, shame is the right word, but when I was young, I didn't have the patience to find the answers to those questions. Like, you know, when you're young and you're, you're encountered with those types of arguments about mm -hmm. religion and you don't know the answer, you, you kind of retreat from it because you don't want to feel like you're dumb. Like you don't want to be, you don't want to yeah. be hypocritical. <laughs> whereas as i've gotten older especially with kind of the way i tailor a lot of what i do just generally speaking um it's about looking for what's the truth and uh if you look at like if you look at the the history of violence that they talk about for christianity they specifically talk about the crusades typically um mm -hmm. so yeah i mean we can look at those. That's those are horrible parts of history. By and large, those were not 
based on Christianity. Those were uh, a mission of the Roman Catholic Church and what it wanted to do, which was a much more political organization, not a religious organization. To this day, it still is. And you can look at if you want to talk about science and how Christians are anti-science. I mean, look at look back through history. A lot of the some of the greatest scientific minds were devoutly Christian. And the reason that they were doing the things is because they felt a calling from God to learn more about this thing that he had created and like, uh, you know, being bigoted and all that stuff. None of that is like, that's, you can identify specific groups who do that. And that's very non-Christian. I mean, it's, it's almost a cop out, right? Like to just kind of, cause that's what you're, you're, you know, is, is this straw manning? I guess, I don't know. You're picking this, this one little thing and like, you know, knocking knocking everything down with that just based on this one instance or, or this group of people and it's uh, yeah as, as i've gotten older come to learn that that's sort of like you know it, it, that it, it comes from almost a you know a place of ignorance right the, the people that, that you don't understand if, if if that's what you really think about christianity then you don't understand it like you don't understand who jesus is like just you know full stop like we can't do it anymore um i think it's something i've, I've come to learn as i've, I've gotten older kind of like recognizing that more um but yeah i think that's and i think you're starting to see that more you're starting to see people kind of embrace it and like just i don't know if it was because we're, we're pushed so hard in one direction culturally to be you know the, the, all the, the social justice the woke all this stuff that's just being pushed on us and it's like okay no like this is what I'm going to cling to, right? I'm, I'm coming back to this. I found this. Here it is, and this is what I'm this this is what I'm going to cling to because this 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 makes sense and it's it doesn't change, right? Um, like the Bible doesn't change. Jesus doesn't change. Um, I don't know, but uh, it is it is interesting, and and uh, they they with their uh public health effects and stuff and you know all this negative stuff and they did get into some of the the things that are popping up right and i thought it was kind of funny to have the the death doulas it's not funny but you know um that it, it's these niches are created to like you know now there's there's a room for people to help strangers when they're when they're dying like okay I guess like that should be the people that you know that are like in your life. The very fact that like we're we're so disconnected from each other that we have to have a a separate entity to do this. Um, I don't know. It says says something, but I, I was so I was trying to figure out a good way to kind of move into some of the other parts of the article, like this. So it went from talking about like what they considered the four jobs of religion historically um which was just horrible i mean (laughs) none of them talk about like yeah there's no faith in any of it it's all right and that's materialistic worldly things that's another problem that i've had with a lot of the stuff so like i said you know finding truth of what's out there has been a big thing for me and so as I read through this article and saw some of the stuff that they talk about, I went and dug deeper into those things. 
And this whole thing, like everything about this is just completely devoid of faith. It's, mm-hmm. it, it really sucks. So, so this is like the, the four main jobs of the, of religion are to provide a framework for meaning, make for meaning making, um, offering rituals to process loss and mark time and celebrate mark time i love that mark time this is how that yeah yeah creating support religion is a calendar right creating Mm. support communities and uh find a place of belonging i mean i guess i guess i get that but that's like that's the that's a very watered down way of putting it 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 is it's uh, and then uh Taking pro- taking prophetic action to partake in building a world that is more just, more kind, and more loving. Hey, not that those are necessarily bad things, but I like I, I feel like these the four jobs of religion kind of miss the mark of what those are. It's a very worldly view of it. Yes, I think um, it, it's almost like a. Uh, atheist sort of view of religion if you were to ask an atheist what is religion why do why do religious people um partake i think those are the answers that you would get right um well i think it takes sort of that jesus i think it takes sort of that um so like i talked about before with let's say like the crusades and stuff like that's those are acts of the roman catholic church and the roman catholic church was and is more of a political entity than a religious or a spiritual entity. I think it's the same for Judaism by and large, and even large parts yes. of of the Islamic faith is that it is a state thing. It is a political thing more so than it's a actual spiritual and faith-based thing and that's what a lot of these like tenets that they they listed there the four you know the four main jobs of religion Mm -hmm. those are the four main jobs of like the state and you are you're confounding religion and spirituality and and faith with the purpose of a organization like that's an yeah. or those are organizational goals, not not spiritual faith based goals. Yeah, I, I, yeah, <laughs> I agree, and I think that goes back to like why why are people leaving the church? And I think we're you're starting to see more of that. People are starting to realize that you know, um, they're Americans first, right? Um, that that's that's not actually right. Like this isn't supposed to be like that, but that's how people view it, or. or recognizing that you know this whole escapade with with uh pedophilia in the the roman catholic church right that it's not necessarily this there's there's a whole lot of political stuff going on too this isn't really like religion this is more of a state-based stuff going on um i think to some degree that's probably why people are leaving right um I think you're starting to see our, our generation and the kids below us having a whole lot less faith in government than they used to. Um, you know, politicians are on the bottom of who you're going to trust and and yet and for all, they're the ones that tell us all what to do. And so I think when they, you know, you're starting to push away from these things that 
just make rules and and dictate what you're supposed to do and unfortunately i think our our definition of, of american christianity american religion has become so intertwined with that that it's just people are pushing against it and and in so doing they're they're leaving the church um you know and it's interesting right whether are, are they leaving the 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 lowercase c church right this buildings butts and budgets type church or are they actually leaving like capital c church right like the body of christ like is this what they're are they actually leaving faith and everything else behind um with it or what i don't know and that, the article didn't mention anything about that but so some of that is statistically it depends on where you're looking and if you're how you're looking at the people who are being polled and what the questions being asked of those people are uh so like a lot of times what's getting reported as people leaving the church is people leaving specific denominations. Um, mm -hmm. Following, I guess it was around 2013, 2014, the American Presbyterian, I can't remember if it was the, see, they ended up splitting and it's, I can't keep up with it anymore. But the Presbyterian Church uh, decided to start allowing homosexual pastors and also allowing pastors to perform gay weddings mm -hmm. at that point the attendance and people who affiliated as presbyterians dropped off a cliff it it just looked like exponentially decreased roughly uh Roughly that same time frame, or within a few years, a couple of the other ones, I, I, I'm going to get it wrong, and so somebody can correct me, but it was either Church of Christ or Church of God or one of those um, one of those did a similar thing. Not not as they didn't go as far as the as the Presbyterians to allow gay pastors, but they started to uh, sanction gay performing gay marriages, and they saw a significant decline. So. But what was happening is these people weren't like turning away from Christianity. They were turning away from the Presbyterian church, but because their numbers were in such sharp decline, it was getting reported that like people were just fleeing the church. So the same thing has been happening with the Methodist church for a while, because there's been a, a pretty big, uh, there's been a pretty big schism brewing with the Methodist church with a lot of those same things. And there's a big vote that was done several years ago as to whether or not the Methodist church should remain more traditional or become more progressive. And since then, the uh, so the vote was won by the traditionalists that they were going to keep the church traditional and not, not permit the LGBTQ stuff and, and to stick to the Bible as it is and to to hold to their code of ethics and the progressive churches were given an out that hey like you can you can leave and it's all good like you the way the the Methodist church works is uh, if you are a United Methodist church then the UMC itself owns your property your building and and all of your your land um, you you as a church congregation don't own that so the way they set this up was if you want to disaffiliate from the UMC, 
you can do that and keep your property and everything. You just basically have to pay like a exit fee. Um, well, instead of instead of taking that out, the progressive churches said, "No, we're going to stay. We're going to we're just going to overrun you and do this the way we want to." So now all of the traditional churches are leaving. So it looks like the UMC is, or like the it looks like the Methodist Church is collapsing. But what's actually happening is these churches are leaving the the United Methodist Church and becoming independent churches, or even on some of them are are joining the the Southern Baptist Convention because the Southern Baptists have actually been able to like fight off progressivism pretty uh, pretty handily so yeah. far. It's uh, they've they've done a good job of it. They they've got a big fight coming this year and probably in years coming forward. But to well, they just point, uh... they've they've done a really good job of fighting it off. So so like the numbers that get reported on a lot of this are misleading at best mm-hmm. to, to steal a uh, fact checker phrase and and it's it's hard to keep up with uh exactly like how the Where's how the numbers going? are being counted mm-hmm. yeah i think the uh southern baptist just um oh man there's some mega church out in california i think where they just like kick them out for like having female pastors or something so saddleback or something Saddle yeah Saddlebags. Uh, yeah yeah it they, was the uh, one that uh what's his name rick warren, the, warren the author of um purpose driven life i believe it is uh, uh, yeah anyway the author of that it was his church and when he had stepped down from being the lead pastor um the person who stepped into the pastoral role his wife started serving as the as the pastor and that's there was a big deal made of that too <laughs> the southern baptist thing was that they're uh the southern baptists don't want women teaching and don't mm-hmm. want women to have mm-hmm. leadership roles and they're so backwards and returning to the 50s and blah 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 it's like the the there's there are very clear uh, mm-hmm. opportunities laid out for women can teach and women can do all of these things you just can't do yeah. it from you can't have the official like head pastoral role in the church that is that is for a man um and then whether you agree yeah. with that or not i mean it's there's biblical backing to it and, yeah. and that's the that's the that's the foundation of the Southern Baptist Convention, and that's what they stick to. So if you're not going to do that, then and this isn't the first church that they've kicked out for that. They've kicked out two other churches mm-hmm. for that. They've also kicked churches out of the Southern Baptist Convention for allowing uh, rapists and like sexual predators to remain in the pulpit. Uh, they've also kicked churches out for other stuff that was would seem minor, but if you're yeah. like, these are the things that are our, uh, that are of our statement of faith and our code of ethics. And if you're not going to do these things, then yeah. you're out. And I mean, that's it's a, it's that's, a hard line with God, right? Like, yeah. well, that, that's why they've been, been able to, that's why they've been able to kind of push back against the mm-hmm. progressive creep that has overtaken a lot of the other denominations is because they, they are actually standing firm by what the bible says not giving it some squishy uh translation or 
interpretation. A new, new, new age interpretation. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, we'll see where it all goes. Hopefully, you know, you can stay strong. Uh, but and I think it gets into the, like the schooling too, right? Like the seminaries and and the theological schools that are out there. Um, and and I mean, I, I I don't know. I've not been, but I've I've heard some stories from multiple folks from different walks, and it, it just it sounds like insane like the actual like some of the things that happen at these schools you it's just like what um and then and, you know what's coming out of that and i mean universities are the same way and you know seminaries aren't, aren't going to be protected from that um but anyway uh when you saw the stuff that came out of uh that came out of the vatican when when uh oh what's his Benedict, when Pope Benedict passed and his book was released post mortem, like mm-hmm. there are a there's a large, a large percentage of seminary students in the Catholic Church that don't believe any of this stuff. They they're yeah. doing it because it's a job. Like they're doing it because it's a it's an easy way to to move up and to move around and to kind of get to do whatever they want to do. Like yeah. And then the, the the Vatican, the uh, Catholic Church is not not alone in that, you know. Um, it, it's happening everywhere to everyone, and yeah, it makes you think back to that uh, false prophets, and you know they're going to be there. Uh, Trick is to figure out who they are, and you, you wouldn't think it'd be that hard, you know, if you uh, do some do some reading in your Bible, you can kind of figure it out fairly fairly quickly, I think. But um, well, and that kind of takes us back to the article because this talks about, uh, so one of the lines here is they say, so rather than asking how many people went to church last Sunday morning, we should ask where are Americans finding meaning in their lives? How are they marking the passing of sacred time? Where are they building pockets? When I, when of I change my mask. And uh, what are they doing to answer the prophetic call, however it is that they hear it? And so, like, from there, it starts to talk about some of these different groups that they've, um, the chaplain, Chaplaincy Innovative uh, Innovation Project. Uh, I looked at that thing. That is, <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, yeah, <laughs> women's rights, LGBTQ plus, and racism are part of their mission statement. Like, and not not being racist, but like, you know, trying to eliminate race. Like, it's it's a it's a woke propagandist group. Like, there's mm-hmm. there's no mention of faith, God, scripture, anything. Not not there at all. Uh, the same with whenever we get further down uh, the Faith Matters Network. It's a hundred percent about promoting women in spiritual groups or in religious groups. Not, it's not even. There's nothing spiritual about it. Like it's just fully um, political organizations that identify as religious groups. Uh, the same for Living Redemption that she talks about. That is a hundred percent a racist or racism. Uh, <laughs> 
how to fight racism pro, uh, activist group like it's there's nothing there's nothing faith based to it like sounds like the grifters what, just found religion and they, they figured out a new new market yeah like this is this is what's this is what's passing for american religion now is the the religion is progressivism it's not actually anything spiritual it's not anything god or faith or biblical based it is political and it is activism that is that is the american religion that <laughs> it's sad man. That, that that's what it, it comes down to but that that is that's that's where we've ended up um Hopefully we can get it back. African antlers, huh? What is that? Yeah, I close the article because you you always get distracted by the ads. Oh, you know, I just uh, it seems like (laughs) anyway. um... But it also talks about how many theological schools aren't training their students to reimagine how to serve Mm -hmm. people outside of traditional religious contexts, like if. If learning how to, or if reimagining how to serve people outside of traditional religious context means to just push full steam ahead with progressivism and completely ignore scripture, yeah, should should these theological schools be teaching that? Like, well, here's the thing, though, right? Like, if you it goes, but like, you don't need social justice if you have Jesus, if you have like true christianity you don't need, the same way that like if you're actually like training you know these these people to come up and be like you know in traditional religious contexts right you're going you're still going to have that ministry outside of the church like evangelism is part of that and, and with evangelism comes like taking care of the downtrodden taking care of these people that don't have Right. That like, if you want to call them a race, if you want to call them by a gender, that's fine. Whatever you want to call it, like, it doesn't matter. There's people that need to be ministered to. Right. Why, why does it have to be a color basis? Um, like these other groups are, are trying to make it about. And and I think it's fine. Raise them up in a religious context and they will still be able to do all these other things. These, these new uh, entities are trying to do. Um, they'll still get it done. Uh, and I think you, you still you still need a church of some kind, even if it's like a home church or something. Or a, you know, you still need some of that. Um, you know, just to to kind of refresh your brain, right? Like get yourself in it, um, and to stay stay on path, right? It's easy enough to just watch things at home, but you like like we were talking about earlier, you lose that human connection part of it and that's that's integral to to i think what christianity is um you know caring caring for other people caring about your your locals um well and a, a positive thing that they don't talk about in this article and they, i think i think because this is not written from a american christianity viewpoint mm-hmm. it's written under the the generalized religion uh umbrella there has been something of a resurgence post covid of people seeking out faith 
people seeking out Christianity. Um, I know there's, I know there are a lot of people in kind of our circles who have, who have, even who weren't religious before, that mm-hmm. have found like orthodoxy or or Catholicism. Uh, there are, for all of my personal critiques of the Catholic Church and and its history and and whatnot, there are some very good uh, Catholic churches that are that hold to mm-hmm. tradition and and stuff like that. And so, I there are people who are finding that who are finding orthodoxy. There there is a kind of a groundswell within the Methodist Church because of the disaffiliation thing, and it's it's getting people uh, energized and and getting momentum going. Uh, there's also the whole thing with the Southern Baptist Convention and you know, the the stuff that they've been going through and and people coming to that. You see the the Asbury revival, and that's not the only like that's not the only revival yeah. like that that's going on. And that's like that's people who are flocking to that. And I think it's because people got people went through like that stuff that they talked about early in the article, the, the social isolation and everything. And they realized that there really is something missing when you don't have that connection. And not only is there something missing when you don't have that person to person connection, but you're also looking for some higher power to connect to in that. And whether people knew what that was or not, it got them asking questions and it got them looking for it. It, I know a lot of people that would have probably been, I don't know if I would have called them atheists, but at at the very least they were agnostic. Like they weren't, they definitely weren't uh, very spiritual or religious in any way, but following COVID and kind of seeing the world get cut off from everybody and the negative impacts that that had people started looking for those connections and as they started looking for those connections to you know to each other they were also starting to look for those connections to something bigger than all of that like there's when you lose all of those interpersonal connections then you start realizing there's got to be something else too like there it's not just person to person like there's more going on in this world. Um, so there is something I, of a of a resurgence. And that doesn't get talked about here because I, I don't know. Uh, looking at the stats, I don't think they had any like new stats from 2021, 2022. Uh, most of their stats cut off around 2020. So even if they, even if they had those stats, would they would they want to put them in here? I, I don't know. I, th- I think back to the COVID business and all that, like I think, you know, we as a man as a culture i think we've put our faith in government right and if there's anything covid showed showed us um is that like you know government doesn't know what's going on you know even if you think they they handled it 100 percent perfectly like there was still a whole bunch of questioning there's still a whole bunch of like they're not sure what's going on and you know, Christianity kind of gives you that. It gives you a, a direction, right? It lets you know, like, there are rules and they don't change and that all all this is ephemeral, right? And it, it's going to go and there's nothing you can do about it and, that, and that's okay. 
and so like i i don't think that's necessarily the best way to to come to faith to use it as just just a pillar of direction but i, I think it i think it can give you that lead in you know um get you in the door get you curious and then then you know can it expound from there but um i do i do i think there's some sort of revival of a of a some variety going on um but we'll see we'll see how it pans out in the next few years if we make it that long right just don't don't drink the water you're not from ohio you're safe right? yeah. we live for we live far enough inland that uh i don't think our water supply is going to get contaminated but um oh. yeah. uh, the revival is happening but you have to know where to find it because it's not mm-hmm. it's not going to be it's not going to be shown i mean there was some coverage of what was going on with the whole asbury thing but yeah. the coverage ended a lot sooner than that revival did i mean it to my knowledge it's gone it's going to go through this entire weekend like they've they've kind of changed the they've kind of changed the setting of it and and the way they're doing it but they're not that like they're not shutting it down they're not running people off yeah. they're going to let it they're going to let it play itself out and they're going to let these kids keep like praising god and and uh seeking and and finding as they as long as they're wanting to um and and that you know that's not the only revival like that that's going on you see the stuff with the with he gets us and the big Super Bowl ad and everything else. Mm-hmm. And, and that thing's gotten a, a significant amount of pushback on social media and stuff. And I mean, I wrote a whole, the, probably the longest piece that I've ever written was just <laughs> going into all of the, who is he gets us and where is it coming from and where's the money coming from and all of that. And like, when you look at, when you look at some of the organizations that they talk about in like this Atlantic piece. Yeah those are actual like woke <laughs> propagandist organizations when you go look at he gets us there is no mention of social justice type stuff there's no lgbtq stuff there's no any of that stuff it's there the the one article that had a headline that got people like oh this is this is woke progressivism was jesus was a refugee and if you go and you read the article it's it's it is biblically factually based it explains Mm -hmm. the story of jesus and his family leaving bethlehem and fleeing to egypt because he was because um you know he was being sought to be killed it's there's no it's it doesn't like paint it as something other than what it was it's very matter of fact, like it tells his story. And that's how all of that stuff is in on He Gets Us. And it all links back to, here's a link to version Bible app where you can start a reading plan to learn more about this, to learn more about the Bible and to learn more about Jesus and where these stories came from. Like, uh, yeah, it's everything in that is, it doesn't have a whole lot of depth of scripture within the articles themselves but it it helps you 
if you're, you know, if you're new or unaffiliated and don't know, mm-hmm. don't know a lot about Christianity, it helps you learn who Jesus is. And then it gives you a link to go start mm-hmm. a reading plan and start reading the Bible and finding out more. Like that's the way it's, it should be done. Uh, yeah. It's not, and it's, it gets you in the door. That's right. Yeah. And, and the if there are, if there are 117 million people who saw that ad on the Super Bowl, if even half of them mm-hmm. clicked on one of those links, I mean, that's, that's incredible. Yeah. Yep. It, uh, it was, it was kind of milk toast, but you know what? Like it does it, it, it after, you know, reading that and going through some of the links, it's like, okay, this was, I see, I see it made it, it made it. I think it probably did what it was supposed to do. You know, um, you, you, let's face it. You're not going to, convert anybody or convince anybody of anything on a, on a, at a Super Bowl ad, but you know, you might pique their interest and, uh, get them, get them later on. Um, so. in my, in my last Substack, I was like, you know, all the people criticizing it. It's like, show me the doctoral thesis that you wrote on the book of Job, your first weekend of Christianity, <laughs> you know, like, you know, it, you're not going to accomplish anything by, by putting something like that on a website that's designed to get people's attention and to get them in and to get them curious. Like if, if you and I were trying to talk to somebody who just saw the heat gets us ad and they're like, Hey, what's this whole Jesus thing? Can you just kind of tell me something about the Bible? If we went into a full on analysis of, you know, like, I don't know, James or, like like really broke down the book of Mark and who Mark was and when Mark was writing it and what was going on with that and how Mark and Paul and Apollos and everybody were connected and we just like really dove into it. They would look at us, they would look at us like we were psychopaths and they would never come back to anything. Like mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> there's there's a time and a place and knowing how to knowing how to talk to people is something that um people generally don't know how to do and learning how to make things digestible for them is something that can be hard and it does a good job of it. You know, it's like when you see kids yelling and screaming and praising and doing, you know, fun worship songs and stuff. And and then old people get mad about that. And they're like, Oh, where's the, the there's no sp- uh, there's no scripture in that. There's nothing. There's nothing uh, of substance with that. They're just singing feel-good songs. It's like, so so you exclusively uh, sing your sing from the Book of Psalms when you're at church. I'm, cool. I'm I'm glad you do. I'm, none of those uh, none of those feel-good you know Jesus loves me type songs that were written post 800 AD. Uh, you're you're only only singing straight from the Psalms. I'm very proud of you. Yeah. Uh, like let people enjoy getting to experience god and 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 get that desire to learn more otherwise you end up with this squishy american religion that we have now that most people think is dying yeah that works good for nothing sorry i went on a uh, no, I got no, the good. that's a good place to end it. That's a good place to end it. Wrap, wrap it all together. We'll call it a day. And uh, 
Next time we do our doctoral thesis on Job. Okay. Yeah. Hyperstasis of Christ. Is it hyperstasis? But I always get it wrong. That time. Yeah. No. Well. Uh, I don't know. Um. We, we, we might be back. Um. I don't know. Uh, we haven't. We haven't decided how often we're going to do this, but uh, there'll be another one. Maybe. We will probably. do it as the spirit moves. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody. I guess. Uh, I'm gonna stop recording.